0: which LA Kings prospects appear to be on their way to the NHL perhaps sooner rather than later plus we break down the Kings defensive units for this upcoming season and the position battles on the third pairing that and more on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On L.A. Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On L.A. Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show, and we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content i'm eddie garcia your host of locked on la kings i've worked in sports media for the past 30 years 20 plus years the fox sports radio network i'm also co-host of the puck podcast it's a weekly nhl review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate la kings fan for 30 years we are 15 days away from opening night for the la kings with the upcoming nhl season october 11th at crypto.com arena with the la kings hosting the Colorado Avalanche. Now, the LA Kings have played three preseason games so far. We had the pair of games in Melbourne, Australia, the Global Series event, which featured the bulk of the LA Kings NHL roster. And understandably, that got most of the attention. We talked about both those games in an episode uh, the other day. If you missed it, go back and check that out. Um, But there was a third preseason game in Anaheim on Sunday against the Ducks featuring the Kings B squad, which was a group of younger players sprinkled in with a few AHL veterans. Uh, The Kings would end up losing that game 3-2 in overtime with the Kings regulars now traveling back to Los Angeles. It was nice for the younger guys to get a chance to play together in a game following their time in the rookie faceoff in Las Vegas earlier this month. uh, We recap those rookie faceoff games as well. Uh, on shows last Wednesday and Monday. If you missed those, go check those out as well. Um, as for Sunday's game, it wasn't the Kings' rookies and AHL players versus the regular NHL Anaheim Ducks. Now, this was realistically more like an Ontario Reign versus San Diego Gulls AHL game, with both teams playing the majority of their younger players, including the Ducks playing their high draft pick, number two overall forward, Leo Carlson. Uh, The game for the Kings featured several players that are still a year or two away from being NHL impact players, but continue to show promise, Uh, and those are guys like Francesco Pinelli, Alex Laferriere, and Martin Chromiak. We've talked about all those players before, and they had strong games again on Sunday against Anaheim. As for Kings' highly touted prospect, Brant Clark, he's still recovering from an upper body injury. We'll have an update on him later in the show, but he did not play. In that game on Sunday, the Kings two goals in the game came from their two top forwards that we've talked about before at the rookie faceoff. And that would be Francesco Pinelli, who had the Kings first goal and Alex Laferriere, who had the Kings second goal on the power play. Both have displayed excellent speed and skill with good scoring touch so far in their limited time playing with the LA Kings uh, and in the AHL. Uh, something that both will need to be more consistent with for a full season in the AHL to show that they're ready to contribute in the near future at the NHL level. Now, Pinelli still hasn't turned pro yet. He is getting his first taste of pro hockey here at the rookie faceoff and now in the preseason. Uh, as for Lafarriere, he got a little taste of pro hockey playing in four games in Ontario last year with the Rain after deciding to leave Harvard after two seasons. It is hard to imagine that either the Kings or Penelli are not ready for him to turn pro. I can't imagine why they or he would want to return to his junior team. He's already proven pretty much everything he can at that level. He's played three seasons with the Kitchener Rangers, uh, led him in scoring, was their captain last year. I think it is absolutely time for him to graduate to the pro game, start making some money for his efforts and take another step towards his NHL career. Uh, unlike uh, the rookie face-off, uh, Pennelly and Laferriere, excuse me, Laferriere, uh, <laughs> Ian Le Perrier, uh, did not skate on the same line together in the game against Anaheim, uh, but they were still very effective and active uh, against the Ducks. So those two guys uh, certainly have been the standout rookie players for the LA Kings so far. And again, if we can see solid seasons uh, by them in the AHL this coming season, I think those guys are closer to the NHL than maybe a lot of us thought uh, going into it, but that still has to be seen. Martin Kromiak uh, continues to be perhaps just a half step behind Pinelli and Laferriere, at least from what we've seen in this small sample size, but he still has stood out as a top player in the rookie faceoff on Sunday as well. Didn't get a point uh, in the game against the Ducks, but still was very effective, showed a lot of ability. Uh, and is uh, one of those guys, he's a little bit ahead of the curb than Panelli and Laferriere. He's got a season in the AHL under his belt, played 55 games last year with Ontario, did have some illness and injury issues that hampered his numbers a bit. I expect him to take a step forward this season uh, after a, a year of playing pro hockey, certainly a little more acclimated to what's going to be expected of him. Hopefully stays a bit healthier. And I think Martin Chromiak certainly could be in the mix uh, next year or the year after. Uh, for the LA Kings. Uh, another forward that stood out for me in the game against the Ducks on Sunday was Samuel Hellenius. He's a big boy, 6'6", 200 pounds, really stood out on the ice. He's got a big wingspan, a big frame, and he's got hands, though, that are you know kind of uh, indicative of a smaller player. Uh, he's got some skill. Uh, he's able to handle the puck pretty well, got some pretty good speed, more speed than you would expect for a guy his size. Doesn't really lumber around the ice too much. Um, I really thought he had a great first period against the Anaheim Ducks. Couldn't carry it over for the next two periods, but still was active. Still uh, stood out. Uh, he was centering the fourth line, and still uh, really was noticeable. Uh, he did go to the, the go to the net hard a couple times. Uh, more more efforts like that, and I would say uh, keep an eye out for Samuel Hellenius for the Ontario Reign this year. I, I didn't think anyone really defensively shined. Uh, for the Kings in the game against the Ducks on Sunday. Nobody looked bad, uh, but nobody really stood out either. Um, but I think the, the the story so far this preseason for the Kings, uh, other than obviously the trip to Australia, has been, as far as the young players go, goaltender Jacob Ingham, he continues to shine. Uh, he has got three starts this preseason. All of them have been quality starts. I believe he's allowed a total of four goals in those three starts. Uh, He is coming back off of uh, major surgery this past year. I think it was back surgery. Uh, He missed all of last season, but the 23-year-old has shown no effects and keep fingers crossed that he won't uh, for that back injury. He's played 50 pro games uh, at the minor league level, mostly in the ECHL, but has had some games in Ontario as well. And I got to believe he's gotten the attention of the organization with how he has played, particularly coming back off an injury and showing no ill effects uh, of what's been going on hopefully whatever his issue was it's been resolved clearly it looks like he's feeling better because he's playing well and i don't know how much more ice time he's going to get going forward now that the regulars uh for the LA Kings have come back to north america and will participate in some of these uh upcoming preseason games but i think so far he's made the most of his opportunities and that's all you can ask for uh for a player um and and i think he's got to be in consideration uh for sticking with the Ontario reign this season. Uh, it is a small sample size and, you know, th- there's a lot of things to be taken into consideration, but I had assumed Eric Portillo, the former Michigan star would be getting that uh, goaltender spot in the AHL with Ontario, but he's been outperformed uh, by a wide margin so far by Jacob Ingham. So they're both the same age and the Kings haven't invested a lot in either of those guys necessarily. Uh, there None of them are, you know, top three draft picks uh, by the LA Kings or anything like that. So uh, as far as I can tell so far, and you know, it's not over yet, but a great, great job by Jacob Ingham to really put his foot forward and uh, be noticed and put himself in the mix to be maybe a goaltender. The Kings will be looking at here in the not so distant future. So uh, great story so far for the LA Kings, him coming back from that injury and playing so well. Up next, we're going to take a look at the projected LA Kings defensive core for this coming season. That's next on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Missing the syrup for your pancakes or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant foods, and now you can get groceries delivered. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you can use your favorites in your neighborhood and boost the local economy with every order. Want even more value? Get 50% off your first DoorDash order, up to $20 of value, when you use Locked at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal or zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED, don't forget that is code LOCKED for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Well, as we get closer to the NHL season, I wanted to focus a little bit on the position groups. We looked at the goalies recently. Now we're going to check out the Kings defensive core for the LA Kings for this season. And the good news is the top two pairings are set going into the season. zero debate. It will be drew Downey on the right side, Mikey Anderson on the left side, on the top pairing, Matt Roy on the right side, Vladislav Gavrikov on the left side on the second pairing. Let us start with Drew Doughty, obviously one of the old veterans on the team, one of three players currently on the Kings roster that has won two Stanley Cups with the LA Kings. He's going to turn 34 in December, and he'll be going into his 16th season, having played over a 1,000 NHL games, all with the LA Kings. Is he on the downside of a Hall of Fame career? Sure, but that being said, he still plays 26 minutes a night, handles the puck a ton, and does a lot more good than bad. He led all Kings defensemen in scoring last season with 52 points. He was tied with Matt Roy for the most goals on uh, the team by a defenseman with nine, and he was uh, first in assists by a wide margin uh, from the Blue Liners with 43 helpers. He still is an effective quarterback on the Kings' number one power play unit. Now, is Drew Doughty worth the $11 million he's getting per season? Nope. Uh, But is Drew Doughty... Uh, you know, still effective, still important for the LA Kings. Absolutely. Uh, yes. He is still, you know, every time they bring up the list of the most overpaid players, Drew Dowdy is near the top of that list. And frankly, it's fair. He's the second highest paid defenseman in the NHL. Nobody can argue that Drew Dowdy is the second best defenseman in the NHL. That being said again, with his resume, with everything he brings to the table, with what he's meant to the Kings organization. Yes, it would be nice if he didn't make that much money uh, so he could spend it elsewhere, re-signing players, bringing in other players, things like that. But it's hard to also argue that Drew Doughty hasn't earned his money. The Kings are, I don't think, upset uh, at this point with what they've invested in Drew Doughty. Nobody put a gun to their head to make him pay him that money. They felt he was worth it. They wanted to lock him up long-term. You could certainly make an argument. Yes, he is overpaid. But like I said, Drew Doughty is still a very, very important player for the LA Kings. And he is still productive. He's just not as productive as other players in that position that get paid less. So he is justified to being on that list of most overpaid players in the NHL. But again, is he still a very, very key piece for the Los Angeles Kings? The answer is undoubtedly yes. His partner, Mikey Anderson, is starting year one of a big contract extension that will pay him $4.125 million per season. The 24-year-old is arguably King's best defensive defenseman, and he's been teamed up with Drew, D- Drew Dowdy now for the last three seasons. Obviously, they have very good chemistry together and know exactly what the other player is going to do, and that's certainly important when you have your number one unit. But the second unit is, it's really like 1A, 1B. You could make the argument that the King's second pairing is could be argued as their best defensive pairing. And that would be Matt Roy, who has grown into likely the King's best all-around defenseman, solid defensively, and gives you some offensive upside as well. Uh, He's going into his fifth NHL season. Last year, the 28-year-old posted a career high with nine goals and 26 points. Now, he is scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent after this season, so he is highly motivated to have a big season to get a big payday, whether it's with the Kings or somewhere else his partner for the first time for a full season will be 27 year old Vladislav Gabrikov he's going into his fifth NHL season trade deadline pickup last year re-signed to a two-year deal with the Kings worth 5.875 million per season 20 games last year in LA he proved himself to be just what the Kings needed on the left side on that second pairing very good reliable defensively and a bit more active offensively than his numbers might lead you to believe he had instant chemistry and worked very well with Matt Roy on that second pairing. And he should help the Kings penalty kill as well. A full season of Vladislav Gabrikov is going to be an asset for the LA Kings. As we have talked about the third pairing is an open competition on the right side. You have two young offensively gifted players, 22 year old Jordan Spence and 20 year old Brant Clark. Ah, uh, both have had a little bit of a taste of the NHL, but I think both are ready to have a much bigger taste of uh, of the NHL. They've had a taste of it now; they're ready for a full meal. But uh, there's, you know, is there enough ice time for both of them? Are they going to share that that duty? Uh, obviously, it remains to be seen. Whoever does win the job, or whoever gets the job night in and night out, will be the Kings' quarterback on the second power play unit. And both of them, I think, can be very effective in that role. On the left side, it appears to also be a two-man race between Kings newcomer Andreas England and former Kings first-round pick Tobias Bjornfoot. England is 27 years old, six foot three, 190 pounds. He has a physical side to his game. He's appeared in 80 career NHL games, but this is his first season with the Kings organization. As for Bjornfoot, he's 22 years old. He's got 116 NHL games under his belt. Uh, not nearly as physical. But a better skater, better puck mover, uh, but neither England nor Bjornford are going to give you much to speak of offensively. It's about their defense. Both are signed for the next two seasons. Both will make a million dollars or less per season. So who will win that job on the right and the left side on the third pairing? Still very much to be determined as we go into the preseason or continue the preseason as far as some other players that could be in the mix if there are any injury issues we've got 25 year old Jacob Moverar uh, scored a goal in the second game down in Melbourne 23 year old former Michigan State standout Cole Krieger could also be in the mix and there are uh, a group of leftover kind of minor league veterans and, that have seen a little NHL time as well like Kevin Connaughton Stephen Santini and Joe Hicketts If any of those guys are playing NHL minutes for the Kings, that means we have been decimated by injuries of the blue line and we are screwed. So hopefully with all due respect, uh, we do not see much of Kevin Connaughton, Steven Santini or Joe Higgins. Uh, If they are up, it's only for a brief time because of a fill in for a minor injury. So I think all in all, when you look at the LA Kings defensive core, the top four is solid and set. The third pairing has some young, exciting potential. Uh, But I think the L.A. defensive core uh, will need to play up through their capabilities uh, to offset some possible issues in net. But I'm pretty confident uh, that the Kings defensive core can be an asset for L.A. this coming season. Hey, we're going to set the table for the rest of the week for the L.A. Kings and for this show as well. That's coming up next here on Locked on L.A. Kings, your team every day. Hey, be sure to check out Locked on NHL. It is your daily show to keep you updated on everything going on around the National Hockey League. I'm sure they're going to be getting into uh, their season previews as well. Uh, So check that out. Locked on NHL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Coming up for the LA Kings this week, uh, the main group is uh, back in the U.S. Uh, They'll be getting back into the flow of training camp. And there are a pair of preseason games coming up for the Kings this week. On Wednesday, the Kings will be in Las Vegas to take on the defending Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. Friday, the Kings are back in Anaheim for a second time this preseason. Another game against the Ducks. Going to be interesting to see what kind of mix we're going to see coming up for the next few games. I, I would guess with the travel to Australia coming back, we'll see a little bit more of the younger guys, maybe a, Light sprinkle of some of the veterans that maybe they feel like they need to get a little bit more work. Certainly, you would expect to see Tobias Bjornfoot, Andreas England, Jordan Spence, and we're looking to see Brant Clark here uh, very soon in the mix as well. But uh, again, be interesting to see how they kind of sprinkle things in, getting some guys some work. Uh, But again, coming off of that trip to Australia, you can understand why maybe Drew Dowdy, Andre Kopitar, those kind of guys get a couple extra games off. And then we slide them back into the lineup once we get closer to the end of the regular season. Uh, But I mentioned Brant Clark um, and we are expected to see him in one of the next two games. Uh, It hasn't been announced if it will be on Wednesday or Friday, I would guess it would probably be Friday. Give him an an extra few days to rest up. If you, if you missed it Uh, he did get injured uh, in a pre-camp kind of activity uh, of among young players in Washington, D.C., went, went awkwardly into the boards, apparently, uh, and, and suffered a bit of a shoulder injury. Uh, no contact for seven to 10 days, but the Kings are being cautious. They've said it's not serious, and they have said, they've indicated he will be in the lineup for either Wednesday or Friday. I'm guessing it'll be Friday, but we'll see. I know that he has been seen skating uh, at, uh, at uh, camp there at the Toyota Center in El Segundo. Over the last few days, but uh, they were holding off on the contact with him for just a little bit uh, for this show and for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch locked on LA Kings every day. Tomorrow, we are going to be joined by locked on Kraken host Erica Ayala to get a rival report on the Seattle Kraken. She'll tell you everything that's been going on with the biggest surprise, one of the biggest surprises in the NHL from a season ago and what to expect from the Seattle Kraken for the season. We'll also get her thoughts on what she thinks about our LA Kings and what she thinks about the Pacific division as well. Uh, coming up on Thursday, we are scheduled to be joined by the LA Kings insider, Zach Dooley. He was on the trip to Melbourne, Australia. Uh, so we can get a firsthand account of how all that went down with the LA Kings, both on and off the ice. Uh, maybe some of the things they did uh, away from the ice and know drew Dowdy, uh, you know, there at the Australian Open, where they played the you know the events, the two games at Rod Laver Arena, where the where the Australian Open is, and uh, apparently he played a little tennis against an Australian professional. Uh, they went to a, I think they call it a footy game. I'm not, I don't know if that's rugby or Australian rules football, and I know there is a difference between the two. But they went to some game that had like 97,000 people in it uh, to attend it. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely ask him about that uh and uh and, and obviously we'll get to the hockey talk as well get his thoughts on what we've seen so far uh, with the la kings the debut of uh, pl dubois and cam talbot and more and of course on friday as uh, has been tradition here in the off season we will have our friday feedback show uh we again are we have two preseason games coming up again this week wednesday against vegas friday against the ducks we'll definitely be recapping on thursday that game against Vegas and let you know who stood out, who looked good, and hopefully uh have no injuries to report from that. It's been a healthy preseason so far for the other Kings, minus the little issue with Brant Clark. But again, the Friday feedback show, anything that's on your mind you want to talk about, let me know with the email address locked on Eddie at gmail.com E D D I E. Uh and also if you want to post your comments in the YouTube episodes, then uh you are very encouraged to do that. As well, also would love you to stay interactive with the show by following us on Twitter or X uh, and Instagram. Both are at Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you as always for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings. Real quick, I did uh, find out apparently if you're a podcast listener, yesterday's show for some reason did not upload for for many hours. Um, I uploaded it uh, the night before but apparently it didn't get posted until the next morning. So apologies for that. That's just a technical issue uh, that's out of my hands. Hopefully no issues with the podcast today. Of course, uh, the YouTube episode apparently uh, went off without a hitch. So again, thanks for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day. We will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.